Hi there and a very warm welcome from Paris this week for Vegas Now. My name is Aurelia Rauch and I'm here with the team from Art Consult and we are reporting indeed live from Art Basel in Paris, where the fair opened, so to say, for the very first time only a few hours ago. If you're hearing a little bit of background noise, that is because we just stepped outside of the fair and we are in the park outside to give you a little bit of an idea what is happening here. So Marie, let me ask you, how is it going so far? So it's really perfect here. We've <laughs> been to Paris after a week in London. So landing in Heathrow, we were all very excited about what's going on in London, how it's a freeze. Um, and I have to say everything was very, very nice, very crowded, very full. We've uh, been to Mayfair and saw there a lot of shows like Anne Imhoff at Sprit Magas or Amy Sherald at Haus Antwerp. Yeah. Um, we saw major exhibitions. I mean, seeing Amy Sherald uh, in two places at Haus Antwerp, for example. And um, then afterwards at the fair, it was so crowded. I mean, we were there at the VIP opening, but I've never seen so many people before. Yeah. And it was so mixed. It was so um, different people all were buying. I had I had the feeling that the atmosphere is really cool everybody was excited there were so many sales and i didn't expect it like this i really have to say because of the brexit because of the uk left the eu and it it was just it was like an ongoing party like never before in the pandemic pandemic we had now even even more than before mm. it was really um something special and then Paris afterwards Paris with Art Basel Paris now and Fiac leaving or um, we were also excited and now seeing this it's also crowded the people are buying we mm. see so much of good works of good artworks and so many good artists um, that's exciting thank you Marie for that little painting the picture moment Thomas what would you say uh, in terms of highlights of the fair what's what stood out um freeze maybe versus art basel now i mean we, we just had a really first chance to see it right now but can you already give us a little bit of an idea what's happening what what are we seeing what is noteworthy yeah it is a big change indeed uh, as mahi has already pointed out in the past the must-see fair was freeze and then fairly few people in comparison went to see FIAC. FIAC was a bit like the fair for the connoisseurs. Uh, a good crowd, a buying crowd, however not the so-called masses. And this time we realized that the market seems to be very hungry, the people are very hungry. It is not only going out of your apartments and uh, turning uh, the screen off to see art uh, in live situations. The, the, fair, the two fairs show more or less the same uh, amount and the same kind of artists. The, the diversity um, has become very, very common. You have the old masters not including Picasso and almost not including Warhol. Yeah. Very few works of these artists. But of course you do have, whether it's uh, Louis Bourgeois, whether it's Milton Avery, whether it's uh, Philip Guston, you have a lot of artists who uh, are no longer alive. You have the very expensive works by Ai Weiwei. 
for a million, for instance, Lego pieces. Uh, you have um, as an ongoing star Wolfgang Tillmans, who has his show at MoMA right now, yeah. who at both fairs shows fantastic work. Uh, you have also the young artists like, uh, above all, Marie mentioned it, Anne Imhoff, um, who has a show in Amsterdam, has a show in uh, London, but also is represented at the fairs with outstanding work. Um, at the same time, you have quite a number of people of color. You have uh, the design aspect in, in both of the fairs and you have the old let's say uh, always running horses like Georg Baselit so everybody finds uh, <laughs> what he or she wants. Yes, really beautiful Marie, if you had to point to a few favorites. Yeah, I mean next to Wolfgang Tillmans and Anna Imhoff I'm specialized on people of color and African American art and in, at Fries in London there was the 154 now in the 10th edition and you really see the quality there is growing it was really also crowded the people were buying some booths were sold out within like the first half an hour like Ishak Ismail for example and uh, Thomas and I we discover always positions that start at the 154 and then they get to a bigger gallery and then you can really You can see the, the evaluation, uh, the estimates are growing. It's really more expensive. For example, Avero Barrington, which we saw now in London. And uh, the first time, like five or t five years ago, I guess, at uh, Sadie Cole and now at Ropach. And there, there are so many beautiful works currently. Um, yeah, I think these are my favorites next to Anne Imhoff. I really enjoy the... The oil on canvases, yeah, they they are new and fresh. And I I agree. The, those are all really stunning works. Thomas, anything that you saw that surprised you, as in maybe that you know you hadn't expected to like quite as much, and and it's now growing on you. <laughs> so Marie points out very strongly uh, these new emerging positions that are getting stronger, that really uh, become main characters at the market. On the other side, uh, we also watch artists who all of a sudden, although they have never been discovered, for instance, 10 years ago, like Alice Neal, who had an incredible retrospective at the Metropolitan Museum of Art and now has one at the Centre Pompidou. Her work was never ever uh, fetching more than, let's say, 600, 700, 800,000, maybe sometimes 1.2 million. And now if you uh, go to a gallery and ask what is the price for a really nice uh, painting, from 1943 it is 2.8 million yeah. so yeah. Uh, if a position is coming into the market very often the price is double or sometimes even triple within a few years and our advisory of course takes care of uh, sometimes even warning people that uh, if a price jumps that strongly to say watch out it maybe won't hold yeah. it is often particularly with these artists from the US if they first of all are rediscovered or newly discovered by new crowds in the US and then it jumps over to Europe Uh, it takes like two or three, four years and then the prices go down mm. again because there isn't the demand for so many works for 2.8 million or Milton Avery is now 4.7 million yeah. and he has never been, uh, let's say, really on the market during the last decades. He was he's in all the art history books. Um, amongst young artists, we of course also see artists that uh, are in the 20,000s, 30,000s, 40,000s and uh, that makes um, 
a lot of fun to to also find out who they are, what they do, what the techniques are. Uh, but these names we keep for the moment as a secret. Yeah, that's good. I like that very much. And Thomas, maybe before I let you go, because I think this is something that people will ask. I think in Fries or in London, for Fries uh, rather, there was a bit of a uh, sentiment and maybe an, a rough idea that this the Paris fair is really the one that everybody's waiting for and is ramping up for and that the maybe the quality of work or the excitement to buy was a bit held back at freeze and and now uh, you know is, is is reaching higher heights would you agree um, I think they try the galleries have to finally try very hard to show the best of the best of the best but they always have to do that yeah. so from that point of view it is very high level but you couldn't say it's much better than mm -hmm. for instance Fries or for instance Basel Basel right um, the good thing is for us for also for all the clients for all the collectors even for the artists that we think it is first of all very stable the art market is stable the people seemingly need art and secondly whether the pandemic returns whether it will hurt us uh, the people want to see art it and not digitally yeah. so for 23 we expect a full calendar and also our bergos we will go visit the art fairs yeah. with our clients and with interested uh, new people Thomas, that is really a beautiful way to end this. I'm looking forward to everything that's upcoming and, of course, to seeing art and enjoying art in person again. Marie, anything to add? Um, no, no, no. I'm, I'm happy with it. And I'm also happy with the, the whole fair, I think, with Art Basel. And also in comparison to FIAC, I think so. they really were picky and uh, the booths are very good. They are all, yeah, so much good art. So come here, enjoy. It's still on until Sunday. Yeah. So there is time when this is reaching you, dear listeners. This is Friday. So if you can make it to Paris to go and visit Art Basel Plus, then you should definitely take the chance to do so. It is absolutely worth it. Thank you both for being here today. And thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this a little bit noise-filled podcast this week. But I guess a live recording is sometimes also charming. So with that, I say adieu. Thank you, Aurelia. Thank you.